Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Right. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Iconic Dollcast. I'm Sage, your host, Britney Spears Custom Dolls on Instagram, and I am so excited. Today I am doing my first interview for this podcast, and it is with the most amazing Britney doll collector. His name is Peter Danzig, and he is working on an incredible book about the psychology of play and toys. I'm just so excited to talk with him. Before we get into that, guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe. And next week, we're going to be talking about the Spice Girl doll line, which is another doll I collected as a kid. That's going to be really exciting. Anyway, here's my interview with Peter, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So, Peter, you're obviously a huge Britney Spears fan. You have so many Britney Spears dolls, and we're <laughs> going to talk about those dolls today. But I just am curious, what brought you to Britney? How did you discover her? When did it all start? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I am an original. I'm a, I like to say I'm one of the original fans by proxy. I actually saw Britney Spears at the Allentown Music Fair. I think this is like 1999. Um this end, I hadn't been aware of her, but um, some of the other boy bands were there. I think it was like O Town, or I forget. I forget what I was there for. Me, I actually, I think maybe it was even Joey McIntyre um, going solo, and she performed. I was just enamored, and Baby uh, One More Time was on. Obviously, that track list for her to perform, and uh, I had always been a fan of a fan of like Cyndi Lauper and that kind of sound. So there was something about Britney's like inherent vocal like tenons and sounds that really attracted me. And I, that was my first CD. I, I walked out of that and I was like, I want to buy a CD. I want Britney Spears. So that was my first one. Um, and then it, it kind of tracked from there. Um, she, I followed her as an artist. Um, I followed her as an advocate for mental health. She's part of the reason I became a, a psychotherapist, uh, which is a really cool thing um, to help many people. It operates in a lot of different ways in my life, if that makes sense. So Britney Spears obviously has just a massive amount of merchandises out there. And so you are a doll collector, which I am too. I would not consider myself a doll collector on your level, especially when it comes to the Britney doll. I have maybe <laughs> like 25, something like that. Um, I have a lot of the ones from when I was a kid and I did not have discipline. Those babes were out of the box right when I got them. <laughs> But you have, I, you have a massive Britney Spears doll collection. So how many dolls do you think you have? Yeah. So you know, you, you what's interesting is 
you asking that question forced me to have to think because one of the things that I set out to do um, right before the pandemic, um, trigger warning people a little bit about death. Um, my dad had passed and he was a huge supporter of, of Brittany, um, of my like love for Brittany. And one of the first dolls he bought me was the oops outfit in the, the white cloth with, you know, what mm. I call the early Ariana bun. <laughs> uh, yes. Right. And she sang like, and he, he bought that for me. Um, and I had bought myself the oops doll. And I, even from a, I was, uh, I was probably, I think I was 16, 17 when that, when that line came out early. And I was even back then like an in the box person. So I wanted to, but I had kept it in the box and it kind of started, uh, I started over the years just wanting to slowly collect all. I loved just all of the performance outfits. It's actually how I like found you. Cause I wish they would have continued the line. Oh, cool. um, yeah. And, and so I had always envisioned there being more, I, I just didn't think that property could end. It, I felt like it ended even a little soon, but she, um, obviously was getting a more mature audience. So they were probably selling less mm-hmm. dolls. Right. Um, so during the pandemic, I, at the start of it, uh, as kind of like a, like a homage to a really cool moment and affirming moment with my, my dad, I was like, I'm going to finish this collection. So I, I don't have every box variant. So we know that like there's the dolls come mostly in box variants. Uh, so I have every Britney doll that has come out, um, in one inception, but I have not ventured into like, I, I really, part of me was like, Ooh, for space, I want to just do all the skinny box, like variants of all the skinny boxes so I could have more out. Um, but then you have like these really cool, like little, like fun nods to all the different outfits that she had during the tours. Some of them are definitely mismatched later on. They were just like, let's just throw an extra outfit in here. But, um, I have every large Britney doll and I am, I have all but the purple outfit of the small ones. I don't have any. I didn't buy the convertibles, <laughs> so um, and I have the little stage for the the minis. Uh, so they're they're on rotation. I am I am a toy uh, a vintage toy collector and a toy analyst. So I work with companies on toys and ways to impact gender and psychology. Um, so different toys will be on rotation in my studio. Uh, so Brittany's not on rotation right now. Uh, if you use this video, I have some of yours on rotation constantly in my Aww. house. Um, but sometimes, yeah, I do pull them out. I, I will bring them to toy museums or do talks about toys and gender or cho- toys and expression. So, yeah, that's where Brittany lives for me. And, um, you know, uh, it's having completed the line was really exciting. But I was like, okay, I can either buy the same doll in a million different boxes, which I'm just going to have a million of the same doll or um that's why i love your work is i'm able to like i always was like oh i would wish that this video or this moment was captured in time and being able to do that is really exciting for me so now i just search out some of the boxes to stick them in so they almost look really like they look official official. yeah yeah so it's like you would nobody would know um and that's what i love Uh, i just put them out and it's just like oh i never knew they made a doll but like like, they didn't an artist did it's so cool Wow. Well, first of all, thank you. I am honored to have some of my work next to this phenomenal collection. It it is quite impressive how this doll line was manufactured, produced, and retailed. Yeah, you know, I think that, like I did, I actually, um, the company that originally made the dolls and then subsequently, like, went through a couple of um, variants of the company being bought out by other companies and absorbed. I know a little bit about that history from some of the um, people in the industry, which is really cool. That's that's the fun part about working in toys, but not um, 
not necessarily creating, like working in the psychology of toys, is you get to hear all these really cool stories. And they didn't, they really didn't anticipate those dolls to to become such a, a huge hit, which is where we get all these variants. And when you have product, you just have to start sticking product together to get it on the shelf. And little do you know that it's going to become a variant. You know, it's like really, it's like, oh, we just have a lot of skinny boxes, throw the oops, we have extra the oops doll and a new face. It's just like whatever's left. And I think that that's, I think that those people are cool. So this question I, I know is going to be kind of difficult to answer, sure. but like, do you like, the variants. I don't even think you can count how many variants there are. And I don't even think anyone actually knows the answer to that question. I, I would you say in like the hundreds probably? That's a great question. You know, the Spice Girls line went on for so long. By toy comparison, Britney Spears toy line, um, the reason the dolls I think go for or, or, I think so, the reason they are so hard to find some of them, even the variants, is because the the toy line itself was actually short lived. Um, you want for your return on investment, um, from what I've learned in the toy industry, like your ROI return on investment means you want a toy line to be out for like three to five years. That's like, that's like when you make all your money back and then some, and she blew up and they made their money back quick. But then I think obviously, um, her music and her turn in music, she didn't hang on to the pop can in the way that I think that like some of those later dolls, they even had to manipulate the outfits, to not show like her chest as much or her, or the outfits were higher around the belly than as like low, like they weren't, <laughs> they definitely weren't like low cut rise. Like we know Britney's wearing. Right. right? Um, so I think it is hard. I think the variants out there might, might be many or, or also might not be as many because the toy line just didn't exist as much as long. Uh, but I do think um, the thing that is really hard to find are the prototypes. Like I went down that, I went down that that venture lane. I was like, that would be great. That's like totally my, that's my jam. Like if I'm going to own something, I want the prototype. And even for the Spice Girls dolls or a lot of Mattel's things, you can find the, the prototypes. People own them. Um, I have yet to see, a, I have yet to find somebody who has a Britney doll prototype. Like the doll that was actually used in the, in the photos. And the, the examples, yep, yeah. Yep, the ones that she's, you know, that photo where she's looking at her own dolls and smiling, which we later found mm-hmm. out she was like actually this face looks like the face of a bulldog. I don't like it. Um, (laughs) I want like, those are the ones I want. I want the ones they showed her. Uh, That to me is that's the kind of collector I am. Like that's the, if I talk about toys in their history, I want, that's where I want to like see. I mean, me too. And yeah, I know that Spice Girls, the guy I talked to is still searching for those original prototypes, but there's, so much footage of them, but with Britney, like, I, I mean, I, I did watch a interview with Rosie O'Donnell from like 1999 and you know, the porcelain doll, the big one that they have. Oh my God. It's such a prototype. <laughs> I love her and she is on display and I've like, I've thought many times about purchasing multiple <laughs> so that I could just have you keep customizing them largely around because oh. they're just, that doll is beautiful. That doll is yes. exquisite. Um, it was such a random make. I don't, again, oh, yeah. um, that was very early on. I remember that doll sold for, I think, I have the tag on mine says, I think $99 um, at the time, which was a lot uh, for that time. But that, they licensed that out early. I, I think that that was a one-off random thing. And you see a lot of them and people don't, I don't, pe- I don't think people give them as much credit. Like I'm like, that, that's a, that's a, a cool item to own. Um, and I mean, pretty affordable too. Yeah. I do remember I've had like a couple come through because some people have ordered custom versions of that one. Sure. And one time, one of them came and was totally broken. Oh. Like the person didn't, I mean, they said they didn't realize it was porcelain, but I'm like, okay, 
did you did you hold it like what <laughs> but um getting those getting those is pretty affordable and i love that one what out of the entire line aside from the porcelain one in regular size which one do you think is your absolute favorite okay we're talking no customs we're talking the original line no which is my favorite i am going to oof this is this is hard because obviously the very original first um, Britney doll that came out. Um, I, I really actually, I really, really liked the Yaboom one <laughs> in the baby, yes. baby one, the baby outfit, the very first one. Um, but, but my absolute favorite one is the, is, is the slave for you. Oh, nope. I'm going to take it back. It's live in Las Vegas. It's live in Las Vegas. The I Vegas just, one. Yep, that, that one, that one's my favorite. I, you know, I have the purple outfit. One, I have the crosser. I have them all, all those, um, and they are beautiful. But the Vegas one, gosh, I could I could buy like 50 of that one because I'd want them out of the box, in the box, on kind of display, customized. Like it's just such a, a homage to music in general. And it was so random that they picked that poster and that to, I'm like it, and that was the last one I think that they made too, which is awesome. I would have to agree. I love the Las Vegas one, yes. and but I also. And this will lead me into my next um, question. I also really love the baby one more time one and the schoolgirl outfit, the, you know, the play along one. And so obviously throughout this quick production of this doll, there was a lot of changes made to the Britney doll face. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, in my opinion, I think it is the best, all of the variants of the face mold. it, It is the best celebrity doll ever i think her face looks better than the spice girls um brandy's is pretty good but brandy and vitamin <laughs> they made a vitamin c doll which was like insanely close and shakira mattel mattel sculptors get pretty close i'm like i'm like gosh i have to throw I, like i i hate to like side with like one but i'm like their sculptors are like top notch but i do think that you're right britney has a very uniquely beautifully shaped face and to capture a teenager when she was I think there was like just being mature here there's like baby fat there there's like a, a child growing up and to capture that in a doll and not make it not try and make it more adult they kept I love that original doll I love the original the baby one yep no pun yes. and no pun <laughs> um I absolutely love that one too and like I've never had someone ask me who that is like what doll that is and so I just think they did such an excellent job. I love all of the faces that they use for her. Some people really don't like them. You know, there's a lot of people who do repaints and stuff, but, and those are beautiful, but uh, there's just something about the Britney doll that I, maybe it's just because I, I had one when I was a kid. And with what I do, I like to use the original Britney doll because I think it gives people that that nostalgia factor when they get their doll. Cause it's, I mean, she's the same doll. She just got new hair and a new outfit, you know, but people are like, Oh my God, she looks just like when I had her as a kid. And I love that about the doll. And you agree. It looks like her, right? I, I do. And <laughs> and people, I invite people to come for me. Like you, you can find me on Instagram, come for me, come challenge me. But yeah. Um, it did, it does look like her, whether she liked it or not. You know, I think that's the interesting, that to me is an interesting dynamic. It's like what teenager, what teenager does love themselves. So if you have to look at a doll of yourself, I wouldn't have 16 ever loved anything that was made of me in three-dimensional form. Like, no, it's very, you know, so I think that we have to keep that vernacular. And I think the later sculpts actually are, are fairly close to her as well. Like they did a, a really good job um, throughout the entire time. 
Yeah, I think the Pepsi one is the best one out of all of them. And yes. a lot of people don't like that one. And I'm like, the thing with the Pepsi doll is that some of them, I, I think they were really pushing the Pepsi one out towards the end. Like you can tell on the ones where the paint was running out. Like some of them have like orange eyebrows. Yes. And they're not cute. But if you get a good one with good paint, I don't think you can get better than this. And like, you know, the thing about it's a doll, right? And I, I like I like that, like, Dolph, it's, she still looks like a doll, but she looks like a Britney Spears doll, yes. and I just love that one. Yeah. The Pepsi commercials um, were, I do think that they probably had, they did have a contract because the Pepsi stickers on it, you know, so I think they were, preps, like, pushing that. Also, that's a source of revenue, and there's that whole moment with her holding a Coca-Cola, and, like, the world went crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Which I'm like, come now, like leave her alone she can drink what she wants but i I, you know i bet they were pushing it i will say missed opportunity they did three of those dolls and that i don't know about you but i always wanted that one of her that it was almost a very slave for you-esque look it was chaps with the purple pants like it's that one part of the commercial where yeah they travel through time and then they travel to that present she's dancing i want that doll like i want that also and like the pepsi but like i Come on now. Like of all of them, I was like, right there. Why didn't we get that? Mm-hmm. Well, call me. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I have a running list for you. <laughs> oh, I really, I really wish they would have done that whole commercial, the like generations. I wish they would have done, it's like five costumes. Like I wish they would have done, chose those five rather than the three that they did. But either way, I just, I, I love that face. I think they did yes. such a good job with it. And also, talking about quality like the doll line is really i know things aren't super exact but you know you have to think about cost management and effectiveness and also play effectiveness yes i think that they did such a good job with her clothes and even though not everything is like totally perfect like you would maybe get on a custom doll it's still dead on that doll it is rare the the companies um, throughout both both you know Yaboom and I think Playlong it is I have to always look at the box to double check <laughs> make sure I'm like speaking the right company here yeah it was um, they like they gave you things that other companies don't you know the little CDs. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to include and I'm like I, I will I'm gonna throw it out there for people yes. Um, Janet Jackson, like Britney was clearly inspired with the, the mic, you know, <laughs> I use my own mic. That's very similar in, in this <laughs> interview, but like to include that, to include the little disc, you know, the Walkman that she used to listen, like she used to talk about loving to listen to music and to include those, like to include the quotes about her inspiration of like Whitney Houston in the box. Like you didn't mm-hmm. only get a doll, the doll had playability, but the doll also was personal. That's what I think is so yes. cool. It was, I think they, I think they they just happened to make something that was going to hold the testament of time. Like it is a testament to the nineties. There's, there's a CD in it of her album. Absolutely. It's genius. And whoever made that, that small extra cost, it's, it is extra cost. And yet they did it. And I, I, I just, I'm so glad that they had gotten the license. I think that we wouldn't have gotten that had another company done that. And the clothes are, are durable. They're durable. And that's, what's really great. You know, are they always perfect? No, but they are, they are durable. Um, and they last. So I agree. And I just think the coolest thing about the Britney doll and, and the Spice Girls too, I, I find that there's yes. so much connection with those two doll lines is that, you know, Barbie was great. I love Barbie. I'm doing an episode on Barbie. I can't get enough of Barbie. But the thing is, is like, 
the Britney doll was marketed towards the kids that were just a little bit, you know, we were almost out of our Barbie face. And then Britney doll comes and smacks us in the face. And it's like having, you know, Barbie's great, but she's not real. Nope. But Britney is a real person. And it's like, you have your favorite pop star in your house. And now the playability is just 10, 10 times that, you know, there's just so much you can do with that. She's got so many cute little outfits and, you know, she, at that point, she's cooler than Barbie. So I just, just the timing, the timing of it was incredibly just perfect. I agree. I agree. Um, to, to have teenagers buying, like for me, that's really important. I like, I, that's what I study play over the lifespan. We should never stop playing. So I collect them. Never. Um, yeah. That's why I like, I like to ask him like, Oh, can you make this one? Because it's like, that's play for me. Um, displaying is just a different form of play, but they did get, they did break the mold with that toy line with Brittany specifically. And I actually think the spice girls too went on for a very long time. Even as they matured, the line continued on. And I think mm-hmm. to get teenagers to actually go out and buy a toy is a huge win for any toy company. Um, and I think it's because while we were hanging up our posters of Britney and other pop stars, like you didn't look at that as just a doll. It was like, oh no, this is an item that I love. Like this icon, this person is so electric. I want, I want a three-dimensional small version. Um, I, I have a chapter in my book where I talk about having that inspiration. Like when I would feel really, you know, growing up queer, having a Britney doll all like just having a Britney doll, like Britney was getting so much from the media that I'm like, Oh, it's a reminder. If Britney can get through this day, you can too. You know, like those dolls carried a little more weight, I think for her fan audience, than people give it credit for. It's really. Absolutely. And you know, I just feel so blessed that I had parents that were so supportive of it. I mean, I had, I had a lot of Britney dolls and Every time yes. they would come out, I remember specifically when the Pepsi one came out, my grandma came home with them and she was like, there's new Britney. It's like so exciting <sighs> because she knew how excited that made me. And I wasn't necessarily playing with them. I think in the beginning, I went on a trip to Norway the like summer or yeah, the summer after I had gotten the Britney doll and rest assured, I brought my Britney doll with me. I, you know, <laughs> she's in every picture and when I was there, they had the Born to Make You Happy one. And I don't think, I, I'm not sure, but I had never seen it before. So I'm like in Norway and like, oh my God, this is exclusive. I have to have this. <laughs> and my grandma was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yes to your grandma. Yeah. Oh, she's she's an incredible, incredible woman. And she was like, well, we have to get it. Oh my God. <laughs> and so we got it. And she was just like baffled. She was like, I cannot believe they have this here. And I'm like, it's Britney, bitch. Like before. <laughs> of course they had it. That doll. Was, yeah, of course they had. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. I just want to go back a little bit. So I did do a little research on this doll, and I did see that the initial sculpt of the Britney doll, she was not happy with. She did say, apparently, that it reminded her of a bulldog chewing a wasp. Yep. And I think a lot of people are under the impression that that one singing Baby One More Time doll that has the very different face is the one she didn't like. But in doing my research, I figured out that that may have come out later. Yep. But then... That very same doll line ended up scrapping that face altogether and then put out some more dolls with the newer face. What's the deal? Do you know? Yeah. So the best information, I, I one of my, <laughs> without disclosing, one of my friends works for the company that was eventually, it's uh, been bought out by a, a few different companies and they still produce toys and they no longer hold the license. 
because it's held by the original um, company. So we should definitely talk Loot Crate at some point. Yeah. Um, oh, it's I, I on have, my list. Oh, I have thoughts. Um, Same. I would. Uh, yeah, we have, we have to talk about that. I think that the doll that we got actually was a slightly altered. That's why I want the one that is. There's a photo of her. Um, and I looked. If you look at the Rosie interview, those are opened ones that had already hit the hit the hit the. Um, hit the stores and the shelves but the one that she looked at was most likely a prototype that was a little like a little farther off from what we actually saw even though they changed it again um i don't think we i think that there was a change made that pre-approval process that there's an image of britney looking at the dolls alone in a within a company being shown and they don't even have like her hair or they're like like they were that's a sculptor's prototype singing that's what she was referring to and i guarantee that the original the sculpt then becomes the mold so i guarantee that those that doll was changed the one we got is one that she eventually in my my best guess is from from data and from looking at that research and looking at the only images that exist is that interview what little we find people work for the company and that image and that image shows a doll that we did not get because that doll does right. not look like, like Brittany in the photo, but the one that they even did change a little bit, you could tell they probably made a quick edit to the sculpt right there. And so we have to get this in production and we'll adjust again. And obviously they did as she matured. Um, and I think Brittany uh, was a little more aware of her brand later anyway. Um, so my guess is like everybody thinking that's the doll that she didn't want. Um, there's a Mario Lopez interview where she's not crazy about it too, and she references that. But I don't think it is the the original thing that she saw. I pretty much I would I would bet my I would I would bet my whole collection that that yeah they weren't gonna she wasn't gonna put that out. She was pretty opinionated at that time. So yeah, and rightly so. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it, and I, if I was getting a and. You know, Brittany said, has said multiple times that she collects dolls. So this was probably a pretty big deal for her. I mean, I would be for me, um, but I can imagine I, I would, I would in that position, I would be the same way. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Let's try again because this is my doll. And I props to her for doing that because like I said, I think the product turned out great. And I, I honestly don't think they could have got it better and She's just, in my eyes, it's a perfect doll. All versions of it. Agreed. Agreed. We're probably biased because we love it so much. Um, but I do. Yeah, definitely. I do love it. And I think that there's a nostalgia to it. Like, can they make molds better now? Yeah. We're talking about a doll that was made, like, what, 1999? Like, it is a different time, you know? And for the time, I mean, yeah, that was hand-sculpted, that mold. Yep. And, you know, now, now things, you know, technology has gotten so much better. So I'm sure it's so much easier to get, you know, a mold of someone. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, a 3D print Disney, is so easy. Yeah. And, like, the Disney store, Disney princess dolls literally look like the cartoon jumped out of the TV. And oh, that's because yeah. of technology. You know, but for the time, like, I think the doll looks pretty great. Yeah. I I honestly have no, no complaints about it. Like, I... I, and I've done a couple episodes um, already that, you know, just haven't come out yet. And uh, there are some dolls that I really just, I'm like, ugh, that sucks, you know? But with Brittany, I'm like, this is this is so cute. Like, Taylor Swift's doll. What? Yes. What was that? Ooh. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning Taylor, that. Because I did. It. I talked about that in the episode I did prior to this. And yeah. 
Taylor Swift, girl. Buy them all. Yeah. She has the money. Buy all your dolls back from everybody and and do a reissue. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's not a good look, not. and especially for someone who's so specific about her brand and her image. <laughs> I'm just gonna jump into this next question. So, with the Britney doll, there was actually a few companies involved in the production. So. What I could find was it was Play Along, Yaboom, and Toy Mac. So I was wondering if you had any insight onto the connection between these three companies. Were they all working together or are they just three separate things? Yeah. So one of the things about licensing is it's a lot more concrete right now, right? Um, <laughs> capitalism. So when somebody owns and licenses out um, and a license is already kind of an established property, that they take in market research, psychology, impact, cost, return on investment. Um, Britney was an overnight sensation at the time that they were licensing out. Um, from now, what I understand is once somebody owns a celebrity license, a good example is, is Cher. Like Cher, her license, from my understanding, is with Mattel. So we don't have like a bunch of shared from other companies right now. Right now they have license. At the time, 99, um, we have Plong, Yaboom, and yeah, was it like, what was it, uh, Jax, Ijax, or um, the third company? I name. found one called Toy Max. Toy Max. Um, Play Along and Yaboom um, had connections internationally. That's my understanding, ah. is as a subsidiary. And must have received, I, I think Play Along had um, received the... Um, larger license. And then, you know, Britney was an American artist without a following at the time. So um, the album was seen from my understanding and from what research I found in stores abroad in Europe a little bit more, like they were able to find that, which is why they also got the random outfits. Um, and also um, the American um, vernacular public is like, we want everything to be exact. So play along is like exact. The Yaboom dolls, like the crazy doll with the bob, like what's going on there? Um, yes. Some of the outfits that are made, um, even the drawing of her, it's not really um, part of her it, that branding. And I think that those those dolls actually probably went into production a little bit earlier. And I have a theory in my head that the one that we got is, I think that Britney may have even so much as early on seen the like something between what we got at Yaboom and Play Along. And I guarantee... I think the Yaboom dolls are phenomenal. I can imagine um, her with the open mouth and that smile. And I, I, I could see her really not liking that doll. <laughs> I just like look, this just like, you know, being a, I can't speak for Britney Spears my, herself. Um, but looking at that, like stepping back, it's a very like direct in your face, smiling doll. It has a very like distinct look to it. And I, it's, a, it's, it's, it definitely gives you a moment of like stepping back quick, like, Oh, um, this doll is expressive where the other one is a little more friendly and, and, and warm. And that's Brittany's personality a little bit more, you know? And so, um, that's my understanding there. And then, uh, quickly, I think that as she got big, my understanding is that play along, um, consumed the full license. Um, so with a subsidiary was able to be like, Nope, we will sell these, we will sell our doll everywhere here in Europe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's what makes for cool variants and things. And that also is a, a kind of an understanding of where the, the American public went with this toy is like this person became an overnight success. Of course, they're going to see money signs. They could, it, it was right before Christmas and they thought it would just like mm -hmm. uh, celebrity dolls weren't selling that well. Um, there was the sync dolls that were like, nah, the marionette ones that were getting out. We had brandy, we had vitamin C, but it wasn't really 
Um, now dolls made after pop stars is a regular practice, but back then I don't think they were prepared. So I think that's how we ended up with play along getting the overall license. Um, and rightfully so jumping on that quick because she blew up, she blew up quick. She right. was, she was an overnight sensation. And, um, yeah, when that doll hit the shelves, they just, I remember going and seeing the sometimes one everywhere and pulling boxes, boxes, boxes of the sometimes doll, but you couldn't find the baby one more time for a little while until then it got flooded in the market. Then they made sure that, that mm-hmm. was everywhere. But originally she was, she was hard to find. Um, I, I wanted that one and my, my dad couldn't find that one right away. <laughs> you know, that Pacific, that, like the baby one more time outfit that this one right. wanted. Interesting. Yeah. I figured there was some kind of something going on with the companies together and that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, boom did make the, uh, the, did they updated the face? Did they they not? did. They did. Um, I, that's some of the variants I've looked for as they did update it slightly, but they didn't close the mouth. I can't, unless like you've seen one, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm missing it, but like I, the album ones I've scaled, I scaled back because I was like, unless they are concretely her outfits and a little bit more her, like I'm not that collector where I felt like I needed every variant of the Yaboom dolls. I bought a couple variants. I did buy the one because it's singing baby, like, or born to make you happy. I was like, hello. I like just mm-hmm. vocals. I just need that song, you know? Um, but yeah. It, it interestingly, I don't, I don't remember if they closed the mouth on that one or changed it too much more. I remember the eyes got changed. We'd have to look that up. Yeah, I'll need to look at my dolls and see what I have. But interesting. So it's been what twenty some years since the Britney doll came out, and we're going to talk about Loot Crate. So before we do that, I just want to let everyone know that I'm speaking from my experience. This is my opinion on what has happened. You know, I don't actually know what happened, but. For me, it's not hard to put things together and see what the deal was. It's the same for you. So let's talk about it. You know, in 2020, we get this announcement that this new Britney fashion doll is going to come. And it's by this company called Loot Crate that I've never heard of before. And they put a pre-sale order up. And obviously, you know, I make custom Britney dolls. I I ordered a few because I was like, this might be something I look into customizing later. But there's no preview. But I was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then what happens? I don't know what you received, but I ordered two. I didn't, I didn't subscribe to everything else. Everybody else was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, I'm like, I'm that kind of fan. Like my fandom is like, I do buy things now that commemorate her. Like I'm just letting everybody know that the Britney Spears, oops, I did it again, journal that's from Britney Brands that just came out on, go get on Amazon, so cute. Um, it has her little dance moves. I got that. I got the little tarot card set. Like her newer stuff is the the stuff that you could tell, like there may be a little more control over. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Loot Crate, I, the so <laughs> I ordered two and then we got all, we didn't even get a prototype until li- much later. Um, and that was, it was like a year, a year and, and a half, half later and people <laughs> complained about the prototype. Um, but we originally got sketches and, you know, they also, um, said that they were, so I can give us a little background. I was actually really excited for this because the people that they were saying sculpted were, um, sculptors from NECA, NECA, and mm-hmm. their sculpts of action figures of, um, they've done Freddie Mercury. They've done, um, Michael Jackson, they've done, a, I mean, they've done a ton of celebrities uh, for a million franchises and licenses. I was, I was like, okay, this is going to be, this is geared toward adults. 
What's interesting is the loot crate packaging, like the whole kit and caboodle reminded me of like 90s nostalgia, but not in a way that like, I don't know about you, but at this age, like I'm like, I don't need that fluffy pencil and, and the wine and the wine glass. Like I already got it on our website. If I want a wine glass, I'm going to get it from Brittany's website. So I have a, I don't know about you, but I never received an official cancellation either. I'm like, where's my money? I, uh, <laughs> basically I'm almost same boat. So I, I did not get one initially. I found out about this doll. So a year and a half goes by. These pictures come out. The doll's not really cute. But I was like, you know what? Prototype, right? Maybe it'll be cuter when they get it done. And then more months go by. And I find out on social media that they've canceled the doll. And they're offering people leftover leftover shit from (laughs) these crates, which I'm writing down. I didn't even get like, I didn't even get that. Oh, they're going to hear from me. I want my... (laughs) Oh, well, good luck. Good luck. Because I mean, you're, you're being a lot nicer than me. I'm like, I think those crates are awful. They're cheap. They're not, they're not relevant. It's just a way to make money. And so I just got the doll too, but I find out on social media that people are getting these cancellations and they're offering to send this shit instead. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's like, that's not how business works, in my opinion. And so I I got, so I emailed Loot Crate and was like, what the hell? Like, what's the deal? Here's my order number. You guys took my money and there's no information. So is this coming or what? And to that email, they did respond with the generic, this item has been canceled. We're going to send you this. And I literally replied and was like, I don't want that. I bought dolls from you and you're not following through with that order. So I'd like my money back. I don't want any Britney cups or pencils, sweatshirts that have nothing to do with her. I don't want it. And they did not respond. So I just kept sending them emails and have never received a refund that I know of or a response that I know of. And it's just sketchy business. Yeah. There's something there um, that I, I, you know, there's so many, we can, I mean, Loot Crate itself I've checked is still, available like you can still buy other things so i don't know if it was the licensing um it was held up it, it, that, that money is literally held up on everything that's on britney brands prior to the you know conservative like her mm-hmm. in that moment um i don't you know and, and and then post like there's pre and post and the pre money is, is held up there's obviously legalities involved that none of us have any um, privy information to that's Britney's private affairs but like yeah maybe I, I do know that they canceled it but like you returning money is it's it's easier to send products and try and make the customer happy because you can't produce maybe it is tied up um, but yeah I, you know one one quick way to do that is to call your credit card company and say like I want to file a complaint and, and they will like people file a complaint they'll, they'll turn our money <laughs> you know but that's what your credit card fights for because it's, it's it's not the product but yeah them ignoring yeah i i there was it was so exciting for a time but i also think it was a great distraction that was a great uh, item of distraction. oh yeah that was like i'm under the same assumption my opinion is that you know these deals were made before britney's conservatorship was ended and you know, money has kind of been transferred around, you know, her business manager left. I have no doubt in my mind, my opinion that, you know, her business manager was involved in this yep. deal and then she left and I'm sure things just kept getting postponed. But, you know, that's one thing. And thank God Britney's free from all this Great. shit. 
but you're loot crate. You're running a you're running a business. I don't I don't care that your money's tied up. It's my money. You should plan ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also have a lot of other licenses. So give us our like, what was it? Fifty? Just give me fifty bucks back. Yeah, and also you know, shame shame on us for buying something without <laughs> a preview image. But it it that's not no, my problem. That, nope. You you promised me a product that you're not sending me, and now you're trying to send me some other shit that I I just don't want. And I just that company suck. sucks. I agree. That's we my can opinion, leave that here. I'm 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 here for it. Down with Loot Crate. I will not buy an item from them. But I do think it it, it opens up a really exciting. Uh, like I think um, Pandora's box for you is that I'm fairly certain that means that they, um, they no longer hold the license and Brittany is to licensing things. Like there are things. Um, and mm-hmm. what's really exciting is I'm hoping now that that license is uh, it, the fact that Luke Crate got it means that because, you know, the other companies are no longer um, holding that license. And if they don't have it, it's an open license for the doll. Um, and I'm, I've petitioned many times um, and gotten nice responses that like, thank you. Um, we definitely put these artists in consideration. There's a lot that goes into it, but like, I think um, the same way that Mattel has done Jennifer Lopez in a couple of different outfits, Brittany, I would love for, I really, you know, I'm just saying this here. I know Mattel cannot be a perfect company. No toy company is no company that sells anything to children is ever an, an a perfect good company cap. So I'm just like putting that out there for all the haters. going to be like, this person should get the license. You know what? If I could give free Britney dolls to the world, that would, I would give everybody a Britney doll. You a Britney doll. You a Britney doll. Everybody a Britney doll. But the fact that if the license is available, I think a, a higher quality company like them or the Bradford Exchange where they do commemorative dolls would be where Britney's audience is now. I could even see like the porcelain doll. Like they make like a good example is the Princess Diana dolls from the Bradford Exchange. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They commemorate all of those gorgeous outfits. Like, fine, make us some like slightly like in between the the one that we have from so long ago and what they do now. Like, give us a commemorative doll of these beautiful moments. Give us when she went, you know, her first performance at the Grammys. Her, you know, give us her or give us give us the the slave for you moment. Um, the yeah, give us, but give us a beautiful <laughs> face sculpt. And I would love for a company to make it a commemorative moment that Britney could be proud of where it's like, Oh, this doll is like meant to be on shelves in the box displayed. Um, kind of like Laverne Cox. They just did Laverne Cox. I bought that doll immediately, you know, um, from Mattel. It was a beautiful sculpt, a beautiful commemorative moment, you know, of, uh, you know, a, a, a trans woman of color, like, a, what a, a perfect, amazing moment. Um, I think Britney deserves, and, and I don't think Britney wants to be commemorated for baby one more time. I think that she would like to be commemorated. I think she's proud of her performances. So I think like something along the lines from like a VMA performance collection of like two or three of those moments for her, she, those she's proud of, she's referenced them. Um, she changed history with those performances. That's where Britney, I think, deserves to be commemorated. I think she doesn't want to always like be stuck to those images. So yeah, let's take her iconic moments. You know, of course, the, of course, baby, one more time. Yes, make that. But, but you don't have to. Like, I there's so much more that's more iconic than that. And you know, I, I just with the whole loot crate thing, I was so excited to get a new Britney doll. I was really bummed that it was baby one more time, and then you know the image of it. But I would just be so just excited if 
we were to get another Britney doll in our time. And hopefully it would be something that she was involved with. And, you know, if she doesn't like her old doll, maybe she could be involved and make it the way she wants it, you know? Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like appeal to the audience market. That is her adults like Bradford Exchange, Mattel. They all make toys for adults. Um, there are some other companies too. NECA, NECA would be great too. I wouldn't be mad if they decided to make it like they did the Freddie Mercury, like a NECA, a Britney line of small sculpted figures of her iconic moments in a tiny, like, you know, plastic, like great. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the doll. I would love the doll, but I also would love a dynamic like thing that could be posed that is like her she is a mover that's where her genius is is like she is an amazing um i i actually love her voice i think she's a, a fascinating vocalist me like too. people come for me I, I went to school for music theater before i was a psychotherapist yeah come for me Brittany has skills whether you like it or not um but yeah we i i think we're due for something commemorative for her i think she deserves that um, and I don't think she wants to be remembered. I don't think Brittany wants to be remembered as a mental health advocate. That's just not where she prefers. Like mm-hmm. That's her preference um, or else she would be advocating in that area. She does in her own ways, but I think Brittany wants to finally be recognized as an artist. I think she said it, she said it even recently. Like, I don't want to be remembered for like, I hate the media. Like we should be commemorating her. Like she changed music for, for, generations. She's one of the top selling female music artists of all times. She deserves a doll that looks like her. It, and commemorates her here and now. We need a 25th anniversary Britney doll. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah, it's such a shame that a lot of people, I mean, obviously us diehard Britney fans, we don't forget, but a lot of the public seems to have forgotten. Like, don't you remember when she literally held a fucking snake around <laughs> her neck and killed this performance? Like, there's no, to me, she is the greatest performer in the world, and there will never be another, like... It just, I agree with you. She deserves this. And I just, I really hope one day we'll get something like that. It would just be just the icing on the cake. I do too. I think, you know, realistically speaking, um, from what I know about toys, like if, you know, however you release this to temper people's expectations, you know, people want things here and now, whatever we will get will happen in two to three years from now, because right now she's just starting to sign licenses. Like, I think we all know some, some, some small things are coming. I don't want to say anything on this podcast, whether, cause I don't, I can't say which two or not, but maybe music is developed in small ways here or there. Or there's some rumors, but I do see new branded things coming out that you could tell she's proud that she allowed to go through. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think that Brittany wants to be intentional with her her image. And so I hope that somebody at one of the toy companies approaches her and says, hey, we don't want to make you, we don't want, we really want to commemorate you in this way, um, whether she'll do it. I think a doll would be really fitting because, you know, even early on in her first Rolling Stone shoot, she loved like porcelain dolls. She loves the delicacy of dolls. We all know that she liked the idea of like original doll. Like we know like Brittany, like, there is something there for her. And I can imagine like that would really honor her um, in a cool way. Um, and it would sell out immediately. Okay. Come on now. Like, oh, yeah. Minutes. Hello. Minutes. If the Loot Crate one <laughs> yeah. sold out in minutes and that thing was just a drawing, I guarantee a well-established company. Like, <laughs> I think you and I are giving a million people ideas right now. Somebody give us some royalties. <laughs> yeah, We're seriously. ideas for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't sit on this idea. Whoever. Mattel, yeah. I don't care. Just get it. Let's yes. go. Um, so I want to talk to you about this publication, this book that you're working oh, yeah. on. 
So tell me, tell me all about it. Yeah. So um, this is really exciting work for me. So uh, by trade, I am a psychotherapist and a researcher. Uh, and the way I'm a, I'm a geek therapist as well. And so two areas that I study is trauma. Um, particularly, I, I work with a lot of queer communities. Um, and then I also study, uh, re- in my research, I study geek culture. And, uh, and there's a company called Geek Therapeutics. And we're the first geek therapists and clinicians that have been approved by the American Psychological Association. Not saying I approve of everything the APA does, throwing that out there, but um, as a treatment modality of just honoring, like understanding geek culture and not pathologizing it, meaning like a good example is like, yet yeah, you and I collect dolls. I love to call, like email you and be like, can you make this outfit? And I put it in a box and I like, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're not like people, um, long story short, people will think doll collectors are people who have highly curated collections have, um, you know, uh, some pathology or mental health. No, uh, just as somebody collects a million Lamborghinis, we just choose to collect dolls. Um, there's a difference between um, path, what we call psychopathology and just like collecting. They're not the same thing. Um, so we're really breaking down stigma as clinicians. And um, I got from college today. Uh, I've worked with toy companies on the ways that toys impact gender and experience. And so I was really blessed um, to have this company reach out and give me a book deal. So it's tentative 2023. It's going to be, it's a working title. It's definitely going to be called Don't Toy With Me. Um, cool. and, yeah. And, and the, what I'm playing with right now is like a, a geeks, you know, kind of memoir to learning self-acceptance and expression. And I give anecdotes throughout the entire book about the different toys that I loved throughout my life but that had actually really informed me as a person. Um, there's a chapter on like vintage My Little Ponies and my, my, my parents saying toys are not for girls or boys, toys are for playing. Um, so I have early memories of that. I have early memories of the Power Rangers, the Spice Girls dolls, and there will be a chapter dedicated. Um, you know, Brittany, the time that I collected Brittany dolls was when I was exploring that I was queer and um, expression and who I was. And Brittany ha- felt... Um, I know that many, many queer people have, we have our icons. We just have our mm-hmm. women. And I think we love these icons. There's a whole like, you know, probably psychological study out there on why queer people um, gravitate towards certain icons, specifically women in music um, from Judy Garland on. But I think it's because they have to work twice as hard to get one small sliver of the uh, recognitions there of, of other counterparts. Right. Um, and so I remember they'll, you know, there'll be a chapter that, you know, as I was discovering my sexuality, wanting to like just be a little more out and proud of myself, I would look at Brittany and I, would, and I would remember the interviews where she would be like, you know, when I go on stage, I lose myself in my expression. That's who I am. I am Brittany Spears in that moment. But then I come home and just like you, I like to like watch movies and hang out with my friends. I'm a, I'm, I'm a normal person. And for me, I wasn't a pop star, but my outward identity of being queer wasn't always you know, what I would want to explore and express wasn't necessarily the same thing that would happen at home. Like I was figuring that out, like most people. And those Britney dolls just reminded me that like, you know, they, I remember um, really wanting to, like Britney inspired me to really think about taking care of your body. I remember she had an interview early on with Ellen um, where she talked about just like, it's not easy to, to have to look like this all the time. Like I have to do this much every day. Like I don't wake up and just get to do this. Like Britney was not nipped and tucked at 17, 18, 19, 20, right. you know, Brittany was doing the work um, as a dancer. 
And I remember just, you know, being an athlete myself and being inspired by her athleticism and whatnot. So this book explores, um, uh, it's kind of a, a little bit of a memoir and a little bit of information for people on mental health and the ways that toys can help inform people over the lifespan, like that adults should not stop playing. And um, yeah, and so that's that's a little bit of, of it. You can find, if you want to look um psychology, if you type in psychology today and Peter Andrew Danzig, you Google both, you'll find a ton of articles I've written, everything from Sailor Moon um, to we have some other properties. We studied the psychology of Pokemon um, and just the ways that these things have really changed the narrative for people. Um, so yeah, the Britney dolls are tied to Britney, um, which is really interesting because most of the other properties are like certain animes or certain other things. But yeah, we love to play and I think there's something beautiful there. And I like what you do. I think um, – Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like part of me is like, I want to end, you know, the chapter talking about like, you know, there's, I, even as an adult, like if there's a performance that really inspires me, um, I want to own a, a doll that looks like that. And I, and there's a place I can go where that happens. Like, like who would have thought we'd be talking? This is what adult play is all about. Um, how the, the world's a mysterious place. I'm glad that we're together talking about this. That's what Me the book too. is for. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I cannot wait to read this because I've always been so curious because I, I still, I collect toys. I, I love Power Rangers. I love Star Wars. I love Britney Spears. I love American Girl. I love Disney, anything. I mean, I have an ent- my entire house is just, I mean, this is my work office, so you can't see it, but my entire house is full of pop culture merchandise and um i've that's that sounds so interesting i cannot wait to read it um and yeah and you said 2023 ish yes um we're looking at a release date of 2023 and if people are still like i don't quite get it i i just look at the things around us as expressions of our internal world so like if you if you like walk around my house yeah there are toys but they're like so curated in a way that you not only walk around and notice things you like walk around and discover peter like if you have the if if you're if you're somebody i deem i I care about i'm letting you into my home you seeing these britney dolls is not only just a britney doll collection like there's an expression of who i am intrinsically as a person so if you ask me like what it means to me britney represents strength and resilience to survival um a legacy of living uh, kind of like a take queer narrative and expression. I, I was inherently a dancer. Like I, I intrinsically connected to my body and Brittany is very somatic in, in her body. Like I, that's the stuff you would hear about. It's not just a doll. Um, you can, you can walk around and be like, Oh, that's just a toy. But really these things are just expressions of our internal world and the ways that we psychologically find grounding. Um, as a therapist, I have Britney dolls. I have your dolls in my office. Um, if I'm having a rough day as a therapist in between clients or patients, I will pause and just be like, you know what? You're doing the best you can today. And this toy makes you smile. It like, helps center me. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a wonderful way to be. And I, um, I hope others find permission to do that with this book. And I hope other people in the world find permission to write their own books. Are you doing this podcast and and even more? Like, I can't wait for these episodes to to come out or whatever way you put them out, whether do it, documentary it, whatever you do it. It's going to be great. Um, Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, That's amazing. I, this is so cool to hear about. And just the fact that someone's putting effort into Something that I've been very interested in my whole life. I can't wait. All right, Peter. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. I I sure. learned so much and you're so much fun <laughs> to talk to. I 
just it's so nice to talk to other people who kind of are into the same thing that I am you know it's not something I had a lot growing up so it's so cool to talk to someone who appreciates the Britney doll and other toys and dolls as much as I do I'm I'm really excited for the book where can people find you on social media in case they want to learn more Yes. Oh, please do. Um, I'm I am fairly active um, on Facebook, so you can um, type in Peter Andrew Danzig, uh, and I, you know, just say I'm a Britney fan, and I'll invite you in. And then there's a professional page as well. They can find me um, and my articles on Psychology Today. Uh, if you Google Psychology Today, Peter Andrew Danzig, you'll find lots of articles. And um, Peter Andrew Danzig LSW is my Instagram, and you can find all the kinds of like, cool uh, research that I do around geek toy engagement, therapy, mental health. It's an amalgamation of all those things. Um, and I use a sense of self. So like I tell like, you know, narratives and stories through my own experiences. So I'm not tokenizing other, you know, populations or people, but um, I try and give as much free psychological sound advice as any therapist is allowed to ethically give to the public Mm -hmm. um, because some people don't have access in different places. So I like them to feel seen. So please follow away. Um, If you want to hear me write about a certain toy or topic, please give me like, write me. I love, I love to write i interview people and write for psychology day i'd love to you know yeah i'm always looking for great things to write about so sometimes the best ideas come from fans of certain things um it's a really great you know moment so absolutely all right well thank you so much for being here everyone check him out he's got great stuff uh, and look out for that book in 2023 oh, i'll send you a copy for free it'll be my gift please thank you for having me it's exciting to talk about it you know So that was my interview with Peter Danzig. As I've said a million times, guys, you've got to check him out. Go check out his social media and look out for that book coming out in 2023 because it's going to be amazing. And next week, we're going to be talking about the Spice Girl doll line, which is another doll I collected as a kid. That's going to be really exciting. Until then... Follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and follow the official podcast Instagram at Iconic Dollcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, tell all your friends about it, and I will see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.